0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30 30, to get 30, I bet you get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at Mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: Forty five dollars up front for
0: three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at Mintmobile.com from the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors, excuse me. First of all, Dr. Dish, um, the number one shooting machine in the market, not only innovative in technology and customer service, And and so easy to set up and use. I think a five-year-old could do it. I would not recommend it. Um, It's not super safe, but um, it is a safe machine, but I wouldn't have a five-year-old using it. I I don't think they could get it over the net. Uh, Mention Coach Unplugged and they could give you $400 off. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I started teachhoops.com because I was a high school coach. I wish this had been out there for me. You know, I've, I've won at the highest level. We've won multiple state titles. We've been nationally ranked. Um, but I wanted to share things that I thought would be helpful for a high school basketball coach or youth basketball coach, college basketball coach. And that's why I started teachhoops.com to make you a better basketball coach. And that's why we do one-on-one calls and office hours and why I give a 14 day free trial. Cause I want to help you. And if you only need 14 days, go kick, go kick the tires. Maybe that's all you need, but anyway, um, go over and check it out and uh, let's head off to the podcast. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So be patient with me because I'm kind of, my computer died literally right after PGC. So I'm kind okay. of in, my, my tech is in what I'm used to. So if I'm looking all over the place. Um, okay. So coach, what I'm going to have you do is introduce yourself. And then I have a literally like, anybody that's told me, I have like three sets, of, three pages of questions I want to ask. Okay. Um, but just, I want to introduce, first of all, introduce yourself, tell where you coach, and then kind of your basketball journey. And then we'll sure. dive in because I have a lots of, I've always interest in how basketball is done around the world. So um, let me hand it off to you.
1: Okay. Um, my name is Raul Sosa. Uh, I'm from Puerto Rico. Um, say my basketball journey. Well, um, I was a decent basketball player.
0: And what does that mean? What does that mean?
1: What does that mean? Uh <laughs> what that, what I was always in love with the game of basketball. So, uh, I mean, I knew I was not good as a player, you know, to play at the next level. So I decided to start coaching. Okay. Um, So growing up, uh, I was actually really lucky uh, in terms of coaching at EU. I started uh, with a... with a person that i used to work at we started an AAU program we play in the state i was coaching there for five years um then we decided to uh you know to to bounce away from it um but then definitely uh i was coaching uh, grassroots basketball here in puerto rico uh until around three years ago that is decide to stop coaching in terms of grassroots basketball.
0: And what do you mean uh, by grassroots? Is that like uh,
1: like little league stuff? You okay. Like AAU, AAU yep. sort of stuff. But in okay. Puerto Rico, basketball is all year long. So there's a lot of tournaments. So Puerto Rico. So kids. So okay.
0: So we'll get into that. That's interesting. Um, pronounce your name again.
1: Raúl R A U L. Raúl yep. in Spanish. Raúl.
0: Raúl. Okay, and the L the L gets. Like
1: along well, yeah. okay. And the R is like yeah, you to curl, curl your tongue. Curly,
0: curl your tongue, okay. All right. So. Um so so do does does Puerto Rico work the same way as the states where you play like middle school, high school, well, college?
1: Well the basic well, one of the difference between the United States and Puerto Rico in terms of youth basketball is that pretty much the structure is based on the tournaments, not the schools? Okay. Uh, so it's so not like it's, this big
0: high school tournament in Puerto Rico.
1: They are. I mean, they they are. They are. But the the culture revolves more around the the youth leagues instead of high school and college. Okay. 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 So the, we start playing uh, like competitively as, as six and under. Six and unders are are players that. Half five years old, and they're six on the on the on that specific year. You know, from January to December, they have to uh, be six on the next year uh, uh, after the tournament ends. Okay. So, so basically, we start at five. Com- we we start competing at five. Okay. Uh, we playing we, on
0: lower rims and smaller balls and stuff.
1: Yes, uh, we play in seven foot and a half. Uh, seven foot and a half. Okay. For five and six, un- uh, six under and seven okay. under, and when we start with eight and under till ten and under, we play on eight foot and a half, eight okay. feet and a half. Okay. And then after twelve, we go to ten feet ring. You know, that's you know for shooting purposes and stuff. Okay. Uh then uh college basketball. I'm also assistant coach at the University of Puerto Rico. Uh for the for the women's team down here. So it's basically pretty much the the same actual ruling as in the States, but instead of National High School Federation is FIBA ruling.
0: Okay. And then who do they who does the college play?
1: Uh, against other college, colleges here in Puerto Rico, we have we have a league. It's called La uh, Athletic Interuniversity League in English. Okay. Uh, Liga Atletica Interuniversitaria. So we have around, in terms of the University of Puerto Rico, I coach at the Rio Piedras campus. We have the Mayamón campus, Macao, Ponce. We have like six. Five other co- uh of the same university of Puerto Rico, but other campuses they play the same league. Okay. Plus the plus the the private the private university they are there. They have like there's two groups out of 19 teams each. So basically, eight, 18 teams in total for total. for males and females. Yes.
0: Okay, and then do they leave Puerto Rico to play at all or not?
1: Well. S- the universities that are NCAA certified, uh, they They do. are or are not? They, they are. Some of them. Some of them. We are. We are. So the University of Puerto Rico, Bayamon, Rio, Piedras, and Maya West, those three uh, campuses are NCAA teams. Okay. choose. Right. So we have, so we take a travel to in November to the States. Okay. okay. But. Our, our university, for the economical purposes, uh, we uh, we ask for—I don't know if it's spelled correctly—like a leave of absence, you know, like okay. uh, like like to make a pause on the NCA thing.
0: Oh, okay, and and why?
1: Uh, because due uh, the, the economical situation of Puerto Rico, our funding is being cut by half. Right. So oh, wow. Yes, so in terms of that, there's not, in, uh, there's not enough money, you know, to to cover all the expenses uh, right. around that in, that are involved being being NCAA and the trips and all that type of stuff. And the 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 university decides to prioritize. So you know, the funding that we still have, you know, goes into scholarships, and, you know, to keep the the environment as healthy as as healthy as possible.
0: So where do you think? Puerto Rico is as far as the development of, in comparison to the States and in comparison to Europe?
1: Well, um, we emulate a lot that the universe, uh, that the United States does. Actually, we have similar game game type okay. if that's spelled correctly. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't have, we don't have a mustache athletes. Uh, uh as the united states but we definitely run a lot we dribble too much like the like the united states does yep, yep. Uh, yeah we are deeply we are falling deeply in love with threes as the united states is doing right now <laughs> so that is true um, but it's that that is not in my opinion obviously it's not a uh it's not a game that is actual very fit for our body type you know. Uh we don't fit and the and U- the European style as well because Europeans are tall and strong. Right. right? So so basically we have to develop our own style game, my opinion would be like a passing game and stuff. You know. Yeah. So and- that that's actually where the basketball I think the national teams are heading, you know, trying to figure out a happy medium between the United States ball and the European ball.
0: So how did the how did the um how did the hurricane and stuff, did it set you back? Did it set, obviously it set Puerto Rico back, but mm-hmm. did it set the basketball back?
1: Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say so. Uh, okay. actually basketball, is, it's basically still the same. It's go, still going strong. It's the number one uh, sport in Puerto Rico and still going strong. If not stronger, if not stronger, um, after the hurricane, you know, uh, uh, kids need to do something right (laughs) Right. uh, (laughs) i'm I'm just
0: i'm still surprised that there's not a bigger soccer influence
1: well actually my my kid plays soccer and i I, as a parent am deeply involved with soccer right now so i can i can say by experience that it's rising it's rising a lot but as in different as in Difference with different parts of the world uh for in, in Puerto Rico soccer is uh categorized as a rich as a rich people sport really yes no yeah if you see if the, the, the 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 soccer players and the families the usually wealthy people here in Puerto well, see, Rico See
0: that's crazy because in most parts of the world it's not that way all you need is a you know some of the best soccer players in the world played with like a rolled up like that's, oh, what ah. that's what I said. That's
1: what I said. That's what I said everybody. But, but soccer is expensive in Puerto Rico. It's expensive. Is it so, space? You know? Is it space? Is that the reason? It takes a lot of space? Or I, I, Actually, I don't know. I that's think, it's a, it's, I a think it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. Well, oh, that's crazy.
0: Um, yeah. So what do you think the strengths and weaknesses are? In Puerto
1: Rico uh, well, in terms of we like we actually like to play. So we play with heart. I mean. They, right. That's actually turned. Yeah. Uh, so so we we play hard. Right. We play hard, and the the actual the actual good coaches are. Right, I play a lot with the passing game, and they and we have long possessions. So okay. since we're not things we're not athletes, you know, to be running up and down. Right. Usually, what our good coaches they play long possessions here, passing games. You know. Uh what I call long route plays, like the set plays that are really, really long. Our head coach of our university is really, actually really good in, in terms of that. Uh, we have a deep, deep playbook <laughs> in, in, in terms of the sets that we run, and we basically play that way. Uh, okay. So one set play could take uh, like 12 to 15 seconds of the chalk clock. And oh, really? then uh, right after that, yeah. So if we play when we play organized, actually we actually look really, really pretty, pretty good, pretty good actually. So in terms you say weakness, um,
0: even for the youth, what do you think? What's the skill set that, that that you know? It's probably well, similar to the states, maybe. But
1: yeah, it's is I would say pretty much it's basically this. Uh, the same in terms of skill set. What is actual difference? It's the athleticism, but uh, we handle the basketball pretty well. Uh, that's that's very popular. You right. know, ball handling, ball handling, and shooting. It's it's very popular. So right now there's a big boom of skill coaches uh, down here in Puerto Rico, and pretty much what they specialize is ball handling and shooting. So that that's what it's,
0: e- it's easier to teach too. Probably it, well, yeah,
1: I mean. it, d- definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, my Actually, I own a business in terms of that, uh, of skill of skill development here in Puerto Rico. And uh, I actually emphasize in different things, you know, basically footwork and passes. and Right. You know, and, and
0: the thing is, and, and I would work on, I mean, personally, yeah, I would work on footwork passing. I would work on help side defense and rotation uh, and using, using your smarts. You know, yeah, if you're not quite yeah. as quick, then you know use your advantage on that um Ascent, yeah. so is there anything unique you think you do in practice
1: what mean the
0: college oh, team for the college team, is there anything unique or something you do practice wise that you think might might interest people that are listening
1: uh well actually, we practice passing a lot and it's that it's actually very different in our culture uh. In our culture, we don't practice uh, passing enough uh, in Puerto Rico basketball. We don't practice pass uh, passing enough because it's boring, right? So, uh, so we actually uh, we uh, as a team we pra- uh, we practice passing a lot. So, in so in terms of that different kind uh, different kind of situation, uh, it's very similar uh, to P, uh, to P, the PGC format in terms right. of passing, but we actually try to go in a little game by situation. Right. Uh, plus, also we do a lot of uh, well without dribbling games. Just you know, just focusing on passing and cutting and moving. We I play know. a I lot. Love that. I love that yeah, too. We, I
0: love running stuff where you don't. They can't dribble, and it forces them to do something. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We we actually do, do that a lot.
0: Yeah, that's a really good thing. I think. Um, if you could only do three things at practice, what would be the three things?
1: Uh, defense. Okay. uh shooting and the third will be the, it's very de- uh will be depending on on which of t- uh, of our time frame if we are okay. in pre in pre-training if we are in in you know if we are actually in season pre-season off-season depending on on, on the season we're, that we do but if i would have to i would say defense i would say shooting and I would say passing. Okay. I would say the, those are your three skills because if you can do those three things correctly, everything will fall right into you place.
0: You can win a lot of games. Um, yeah. So describe your coaching philosophy.
1: Um, well, me, me personally. Uh, you, I, you.
0: Yeah, not yeah. as an assistant because it's different as an assistant. Yeah, but as def- a, You, definitely. your coaching philosophy.
1: Yeah, I don't. I actually don't coach by numbers. Uh, I actually believe that basically uh, all 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 the players should have a decent skill set in terms of dribbling, passing, and shooting. Uh, so uh, I focus a lot of my teams. I focus a lot of offseason and preseason in terms of doing that. Even in season, we we we'll still uh, we still give a lot of Anthony stuff, you know, to dribbling, and passing, and shooting. Okay. Right. After we have that, after we have that all. Uh, uh, all, all stuff in place. Sorry, language barrier here for me. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, You're doing yeah. Tr- no <laughs> so,
0: like I said, no Spanish. <laughs> me, none.
1: Yeah. So, um, so basically in regards to that, uh, we practice, uh, on ball defense in terms of defensive philosophy. I prefer pack line defense instead of denying the back instead of denying. Right. So in terms of, uh, defensive philosophy, we'll say pack line. Yeah. Um, in terms of, of offense philosophy, I like to run sets, uh, uh like to run sets, uh, so we I basically play a format four out one in. Uh, we right. do, I do a lot of relocations of the drive uh, after a, after a pass. Uh, we never uh, we never cut. I mean I, I don't cut. I don't cut after the after a pass. We swing the basketball around and then we just drive. We kick it and then we relocate. Okay, that that's in that's in terms of our offense. I I love kick and roll. I love pick and roll uh, since we play FIBA ruling and we have the shot clock. I don't know how is that in the high school in these days. Yes, guys have shot uh, clock.
0: There's a couple states that have the shot clock. Not a lot, okay. though.
1: So we actually, when the when there's 10 seconds left of the shot clock, we always go into a pick and roll set. Always. And always there's a ball screen. Okay? What is actual difference is the colors. If we call it color it's a different action that we do. Right.
0: Okay, um, what um, what do you look for in a recruit when you're recruiting?
1: Uh, first of all, it's attitude. I would say attitude. Uh, uh, well, actually, basically, what's obvious uh, in terms of skill set. Okay, if it's skilled, uh, if it's skilled, then then we go to other things. Um, right, right here, Port, uh, Puerto Rico players. Um, are basically, the good ones are basically in the same level in, tr- in terms of how good they are. Uh, what actually makes a difference, it's the actual uh, discipline in terms of the kid, uh, you know, their attitude, okay? If they're a good teammate, if they communicate. Of, of me personally, I am very big on talking on defense. Since right. our col- since uh, in Puerto Rico, we don't uh, encourage it. We, we don't do it as much, as much as we should. So in terms of communicating, if I see if I hear somebody talking on defense, that's somebody that has my attention, like real quick, because that's rare in our basketball. Uh, right here in Puerto Rico, people we don't talk in defense, right? We also play a lot play, of songs. You can't,
0: you can't play defense if you don't talk.
1: Yeah, that's but like, the thing, yeah, the thing is, we actually play zone a lot.
0: Really? Why? Yes,
1: in Puerto Rico, actually, in my opinion, it's easier to teach.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: It's easier to teach a song than to teach man management principles.
0: Well, that is true.
1: Yeah. So that so we practice uh, songs a lot. That's why um, our kids don't talk uh, as much as defense as they should. Right. Also Also, uh, we don't have any discipline, you know, on stopping the ball, since there's always going to be someone to help.
0: Ah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and do you only recruit from Puerto Rico?
1: Actually, we, we have, uh, we must. There's a rule in our league that we can only bring only one outsider per, per, uh, per sport. So if I'm playing girls' basketball, if I'm coaching girls' basketball, I can only bring one person outside of Puerto Rico to play in the team. Only one per team.
0: And do, do all the teams have one from outside?
1: we don't but uh some of uh, some uh some of the teams do uh well actually in our league only two teams
0: Okay what about Literally. the guys side
1: On the guys side uh, let me think i would say not right now not this year this year all the players were from Puerto Rico but when i i used to be an assistant coach in another in another university and we watched the bas uh the championship of that year and we had a player from Venezuela that was actually really really good he was the MVP of the league he now plays pro here in Puerto Rico okay so uh, and so how does the pro
0: league, league work
1: um it's called the BSN Baloncesto super uh translation would be uh national superior basketball something like that um the the league starts basically in March April in May and it runs it's still running actually the finals are right now um, it starts in may probably go uh, goes to around around july mid july This it's usually uh, two, uh, two month and a half three month tournament okay okay so in terms in terms of the, it's eight teams actually right okay. now there were more but our the economy you know it's right. are- hey
0: i hope you're enjoying the podcast But most people don't go hey on their podcast anyway make sure you subscribe and like Um, lots of lots of ways you can help us out that don't cost you one penny you can subscribe and like and leave a review we really do appreciate those here you can do that on youtube go over and cheat hoops there's thousands of videos over there you can um Use our Amazon link down below, ww.tubes.com backslash Amazon. So anytime you do any shopping, especially if you're listening to this over Christmas, um, we get a small little commission and it help doesn't cost you anything else. Doesn't cost anybody anything other than Amazon, I guess. Um, and then uh helps us with our hosting fees. And then if you really want to help help us out, you come over and join ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, you know, I am here to help, I'm here to serve. One of the reasons I got into coaching was help kids help other players, help coaches. Um, you know I, there's no hidden agenda here you know we're not playing um, but I have been through it. I have coached at every level i've done I've done those youth tournaments I've done you know won multiple state titles I've you know I, I know what you're going through trust me um, and I can help so let me know in any way if I can do that and let's get back to the
1: podcast. Oh, the chips right. are 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 falling um eight teams uh fifteen players per team I like guess it's, it's pretty universal and how much and and church, how much
0: and how many people come watch those games
1: uh depends depends on the team uh the big teams will have uh six uh, sixteen thousand people stadium full capacity but i I would say that there's only like around two teams that have that uh that type of fan base. The other teams are basically depending on the days could be. One hundred, two hundred, three hundred. You know, it all de- it all depends on the day, right? Yeah, so, but there, it it's good money actually. It was a good it is. money. There's some, pe- there's some people that actually.
0: you are enjoying the podcast um, today. I just I just want to give a big shout out to 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 one of our our big sponsors is Hoopsalytics. Um, you know, as a as a young coach, I can tell you I spent a lot of time breaking film down. <laughs> couple of VCRs, all that kind of stuff. Well, Hoopsalytic has made it uh, great for you as a coach. Um, all the statistics and all the things that you need to make your team better at an affordable, very affordable price. Um they decided to work with Coach Unplugged and give a 25% discount. I'll put this I'll put the link down below for all of either jogging or running or doing or whatever. But it's Hoopsalytics backslash teach. Um, And it will get you everywhere you want to go um, and it'll give you 25% off and and you can get the first game free. So if you have a game, you can put it up and you can see all the really cool things um, that Hoopsalytics can do for you. So go over and check it out and let's head back to the podcast. Have a great day, everybody.
1: there's some people that actually uh 90,000 100,000 dollars for you know for yeah for three months of work uh i'll take (laughs) that (laughs) i'll take (laughs) your heartbeat and and, oh yeah exactly so it's it's not it's not bad money in terms of comparison with with other right other pro leagues yeah
0: yeah yeah i mean i'm sure there's been who's the most famous puerto rican basketball player
1: Oh, JJ Barrea, Carlos Arroyo. Those are the ones that play NBA. JJ right. Barrea plays in the Dallas Maps.
0: Yeah, yep, he won yep. the best.
1: He, yeah, he won a championship with the Maps. Uh, Carlos Arroyo, that was actually uh, he played in the, in the Heat when LeBron James, Chris Bosch. And, and,
0: and how did their development? Did they come to the states to play college?
1: That that's pre- that's pretty much it. Um, or players uh, that are basically in the pro league, the like. One born and raised in Puerto Rico, uh, they at some point had uh, had to go away to the States to study high school, uh, to study college. It's because right. the culture, you know, Puerto Rico is so small. You know that when it, there's a basketball c- uh, court in a corner, and the other corner, you know, it's the you know the people around, you know, the right. uh, the liquor yeah. store, yeah. the parties, yeah. so, everything. So, yeah, so it's very seductive, you know, to for a basketball player to get involved with the culture around it. So
0: they, gotta they go. have to
1: go. They got to go.
0: Yeah, that go. makes sense. Um, is there one coaching moment that might help someone listening that you've experienced? Like a, a, a good, a positive one or a negative one or anything like that?
1: Um. Okay, can you rephrase the question?
0: Yeah, so is there one moment when, when you've been coaching, in your coaching journey, that would be like an aha moment for another coach. Like, Ooh, you learn something. Um.
1: Actually. um, I don't know if, if it would describe uh, as an aha moment, or I don't know if I'm answering your question, Uh, but I can actually make an actually say, uh, you know, when, when you're, when you're, when you're coaching and you see, thing. Uh, you see the game happening, and you're coaching, you sit in the game, and you think that uh, what things are gonna go. Uh, you know, things that ha- happen in your head, and things. Right. Okay, now now it's gonna happen this, and then I, and then it actually happened, right? right. So I, I don't know. If you would describe it as an aha moment. Uh,
0: I think it is. Cause <laughs> I think if you coach long enough, it happens. I do. I think yeah. that's an aha moment because if you do this long enough, eventually what happens is you you, you, it's you, a, you, you experience everything. Um,
1: they so that that's that that's a moment that that's a moment that you that you, right. when you realize that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know yes. That's, that's, yes. that's your it, calling. That,
0: yes, that you're yeah, that that's a good way of putting it. it. What do you think the hardest thing to teach is?
1: Uh, in our culture, I would say the hardest in terms of skills and in terms of basketball in general.
0: Both both maybe yeah maybe leadership maybe basketball i know what i think is the hardest for basketball but
1: yeah actually in our in our culture um leadership is a, a lead leadership and to follow leadership it's it's tough uh because of the way we of the way we are you know we are raised to be you know like we don't have to take anything for anybody, you know, don't right. trade criticism. That's, that's how, our, how the regular culture raises us to be. So it's actually tough, uh, you know, for the kids to understand that when somebody calls you out, uh, it's not negative, that it's right. positive, that, he, that they just want the best for you. Right. So that, that is actually really tough, you know, tough okay. to teach in our environment. And in, ter- in terms of this skill set, the hardest to teach. Right here, I would say footwork. Because it's complicated. That's what I was it, gonna say too. Yeah, and and it's well it's not complicated, it's actually simple. But not everything that is simple is easy. Right. So so footwork is a thing that you can see from the outside. It looks real simple, it really is. So, oh, I can do it. And and you when you mess with it and you start doing it, you can't figure it out. And, you right. get, and they got, get frustrated. I was like, okay, I don't like this. You know, they start, right. I don't like it. I don't
0: want to do it. It's one of those things when you think about it, it gets harder too. Like yeah. I describe it as if you've ever backed up a boat before, if you've ever had mm-hmm. a car and a boat to the back and you backed it up, like if you turn the wheel mm. right, the boat goes left. The yeah. thing is you have to become one with the boat when you back up a boat. It's Definitely. like footwork needs to become this. If you start thinking about it, you'll, you, 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 are putting things in the wrong spot. It's almost, uh-huh. it's got to become second nature. Um, Definitely. what would you tell yourself? Ten. What would you tell a younger coach or your, your younger self about coaching?
1: <laughs> well, uh, first of all, stop, uh, stop.
0: don't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no, no. I, I, I actually encourage a lot of people, you know, to get involved with the basketball, but, um, I oh, I always tell uh tell tell people that make sure that they're doing it for the right reasons, you know when when you when you get into coaching, um things are not going to be about you, right? You know the the world's not going to revolve around you. You know it's right. very easy to get uh you know uh, basketball training or coaching right now is very seductive because of all the hype of social media, right? So. Right. So, so, but actually when you figure, when you actually, you know, being around, being around, been around it long enough, you'll figure out that it's not about you actually. Right. And some t- yeah. And if you're not properly equipped, you can, I mean, you can't destroy somebody, you know, to call right. it, to, to, to put it in a way. you can actually help somebody to succeed. Okay or you can bring someone really down, I don't know if, if i'm uh expressing myself correctly no English you way.
0: are you are it, it, yeah, i okay. agree it's like it's i think it's a reason some people become teachers too. It's like you yeah. don't become teachers to become famous
1: exactly it's like you're exactly. trying
0: to make yeah you're trying to make a difference at one what one point at a time um is there anything you change about the game
1: if i would ch- if there's anything I would change about the game um I, I think we had this conversation at PGC. I don't we, know. Or, we or might we, have. Or, or, or we, were talking some, uh, we were talking some about the rule changing. We were talking about the rule changing, about the rule, FIBA rule changes and stuff. Right. Uh, if I would change something in the basketball game. Um, let's or say, anything.
0: I, like, I personally would change more developmental, and less games when they're little. That's what I would change if I could change something. You know, I had a wand and I could just make it happen. I'd I'd make them uh-huh. do more skill before they were allowed to play, especially five actually, on five, maybe two on uh, two and three on three until they're at least.
1: That, that, that's the that's the Canada Canada model actually. Yeah, That's the way they do. It. That's the way they do it in Canada. Um, so if I would change something in my in my culture in Puerto Rico, I would say actually less games and more work. Right. Uh, let me be specific about this. Uh, we have a tournament that starts in September and finishes in November. Okay. And in December, we have another t- another tournament that's one month, one month long. And we start another one. There's three tournaments in January. Besides high school season,
0: so what do you mean by tournaments? Is like they come and play all week. They play on the weekends? No. nights.
1: They play on the week. They play on the weekends, uh, Saturdays and Sundays, and okay. they practice it during the week, basically two times per week, three times depending on the team. Okay. And the club there, there's basketball clubs like in AAU, like AAU clubs. Right. There's uh, grassroots, like uh, you know, club mm-hmm. club teams. Mm-hmm. You know, there's in Puerto Rico. I would say there are like. 3 to 400 basketball clubs down here it's crazy because it's a, it's actually yeah that thing is actual business it's an it
0: is the people are making money yeah people
1: are making big money right people are making big money and and you know in people we we are so fans about the basketball game uh in terms of the basketball clubs make a lot of money also the coaching that the coaches that run clinics do skill work uh also they 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 make they make pretty decent money Right, you know, in charge of that because they all, all the parents want, uh, they want to live. Their dream through their kids, right. you know. I want, yeah, I wanted to be a player, so my son's gonna be a player. I was like, man, right. you get get over yourself. Yes, <laughs> yes. Every every week I receive calls. Oh, I want you to train my son, my my kid. I wanted my kid to go to the NBA. <laughs> I was like, okay, let, just chill. <laughs> right? yeah, let's, 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 <laughs>
0: so here, I always do the math with parents that say that to me. I say, there's almost eight billion people in the world. And there's 260 some NBA players. The probability of your kid playing in the NBA is basically zero.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. No, I will say. Uh, I actually, it's I have this uh, story. It's actually pretty funny. Um, we, uh, when we are in our in our group of coaches, and we we oh, we pretty much do like a group of coaches. Let's do a clinic over or at some place, right? Uh, and we go over there to the clinic. There's always one parent that always asks that question about the NBA stuff, right. and actually, there's six million people um, from Puerto Rico. Okay, so uh, out of six million, there's only one person that plays the NBA right now. That it's JJ Marea. Right. I would say, Based on those numbers, that those are real numbers. Right. You have your your opportunity is one out of six million. So right. You have more chance to getting struck by lightning ten times in your life right. <laughs> to play in yeah, NBA. Buy a
0: lottery <laughs> ticket. I think that's gonna happen. I know.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I always tell that tell that parent, that specific parent that analogy, and all the coaches are looking at me like that. Lo, yo, why why you have to destroy their dreams like that? You're not I, like, st-
0: I wouldn't say that to the kid. I never destroy a kid's dream. It's like, but
1: that's your parent. It's, it's that's the, parent. the, parent. That's I'm, the I'm,
0: difference. If a kid says they want my, my my son said he wanted to be a major league baseball player and a basketball player when he was little. I didn't tell him he couldn't do it. I knew. That's
1: him. a good dream. That's a good that's dream. It's not, dream. A it's not a goal. It's not a goal. It's not a goal. It's a dream.
0: It's a dream and you should dream. People should dream big. So uh, I, I never yeah. squashed the dream. But if a parent has that, then that's a different story. You, exactly. have to, you have to live in the world where the sky is blue.
1: They exactly.
0: don't because they're kids. Um all right, so I'm going to go through and do my rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a question, you're going to give me a quick response. All right, okay. what's your what, one word to describe your ideal player? Team player. Okay. Um, one sporting event that you've been to, that you, your best sporting event you've been to, that you personally have been to?
1: Uh, Jordan Brand Classic in New York. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Who, who was in that?
1: Uh, that was the class, it was Samardio Samuel Samuels, and it was only Tyreek Evans was also, oh my God, I forgot the name of the point guard. When he graduated from high school, he went to Italy to play pro because he didn't oh, want to I go to. Yeah,
0: I know who you're talking about. Yep, yep. Um, yeah.
1: So that was that class.
0: What's your favorite pregame meal?
1: Favorite pregame meals, rice and beans. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: What kind of beans?
1: like red beans as red beans. uh yeah it is it's all depending on the portion that 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 covers pretty much you know the the 70 20 10.
0: oh it does it does yeah okay do you, eat, do, you do you eat a lot of rice
1: uh in puerto rico our culture we do i don't but in our culture we do it is With rice and rice rice and beans <laughs> there's a lot of it
0: okay i love rice and beans um one skill not being taught today. We've already kind of talked about that. Then we? we talked about footwork. Um, one thing you do to relax.
1: One thing I do to relax, go to the beach. Really? Yeah. Okay. I have a, I have a beach, I have the beach right next door. <sighs> I live on an Island. I'm, I'm literally 10 minutes away from the beach. Okay. So minutes what's, away from
0: what's, the what, how long does it take to drive around? Let's say you start at one end of Puerto Rico and you drive around. How long does it take to drive it around?
1: Around, I don't know, but I would say from corner to corner it takes me four hours tops.
0: Wow. From
1: one corner to the other, I would I wouldn't yeah. say around, but I would say how, from how one how corner. Traffic,
0: because like in Hawaii, like on the Big Island, it's horrible because there's like three roads.
1: It depend. It depends on where you're going, but ha- traffic. Uh, it's not like New York. Right. Like New York traffic is the Boston. worst I've seen in my. Uh, no, yeah.
0: Boston's worse. Boston oh, and I, 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 Boston I and Rome Boston. are worse. Boston and Rome. Rome's horrible. Rome. Rome. Oh, yeah. no, no one should drive in Rome. <laughs> Boston's bad too, though.
1: Yeah, but uh, in terms of traffic, well, in rush hour, uh, obviously it's bad. But it's right. it's, it's there, there's always cars moving. It's not like New York. In New York, okay. I was literally two hours without moving.
0: Yeah, you're better I, I jumping on the subway, man. You're better jumping on the subway. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> um one coaching technique that you think is important.
1: What what do you mean? Okay. Let,
0: Pe- technique. One thing, one one thing in your toolbox that thinks is important for coaching basketball. What's one communication.
1: Thing communication skills. Okay. The ability the ability to break things down in order to make it easier for the player to understand.
0: I agree. I, I like that one. Um, best player you have seen in person?
1: Best player I've seen in person. Um, Michael Jordan. <laughs> my wife is cutting in. <laughs> I've seen in person. Uh, well, okay, let me rephrase that question. See in person? Do you mean by actually uh seeing him play or seen in person?
0: Seen in person.
1: And, and Michael Jordan.
0: You see, Mike. You saw Michael Jordan play.
1: Yeah, and the, uh, the Jordan. I, I don't know, playing, no,
0: no, playing, playing, playing.
1: Okay, playing. I would say uh, AI Iverson. Really? Yeah, in Puerto Rico, in the uh, in the, I think it was the pre-world that was. Like it was 10 something years ago.
0: Yeah. Okay. Who's yeah. the best player of all time? MJ. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing that helped you become a better coach.
1: Um learning how to teach okay Can learning how to teach uh not, what do you mean uh, by that well, yeah not every not every player uh learns in the same way so in order uh for you to get on their mind you know you have to figure out how do they learn actually right. uh we teach that um i teach that at my clinics um the first thing when i when when i receive somebody new i always tell them we have to figure out you, we have to figure out how do you learn, right? Because once once you figure out how do you learn, if you're visual, if you're kinesthetic, if you're if you're based on rhythm, uh, I actually um, uh, I, I learn by by seeing and by rhythm in terms of, of movement patterns. Um, so if we figure out a way of how they learn, it's gonna be easier for me to teach them actually anything. And that is going to go beyond the basketball the, the basketball court. If they figured out how to learn, if they know how to learn, how do they learn, that is actually going to transcend. It's, it's going to go way beyond basketball, and it's going to be based on you know their personal life and its actual school. And then actually, t- teachers, they get very frustrated uh, when they can't get to a kid. It's basically they don't know them. Right. Okay? And basically, some, and some kids, they don't know themselves. Right. So one thing that we can actually control on our, on our environment is actually teaching the kid on how does he learn and when, or he teaching himself, how, how does he learn? And when he's figured out, it's actually very, very powerful.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think it transcends, I think it transcends basketball. I agree. I think it's, if you can teach them more than just that specific basketball skill, mm-hmm. um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's life. It's a life lesson. What's, um, what's your favorite quote?
1: Um, basketball coach, uh, basketball quote or quote?
0: Unquote, any quote,
1: whatever. any quote, uh, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. <laughs> okay. You know, uh,
0: uh it's true. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, actually, um, I uh I as, as I tell my wife, you know, I'm not very organized in terms of everything in my life. It's at work, uh, right? So, so, uh, but in terms of work, I am very me- um methodic. I don't know if that right. it's that is that the word in English? You know, organized. Uh, but based on on actual life, uh, the wife takes care of it, basically mm. everything. <laughs> yeah. well, I hear you. So,
0: uh, <laughs> I hear you. Uh, one word that describes your coaching style.
1: Um, one word that describe my coaching style, uh, team play. I don't okay. know. It, it, it's that's, it's that correct word in English.
0: No, that's, that, that's, that's perfect. Um, who's the best basketball coach of all time?
1: The best basketball coach of all time, Greg Popovich. I like that. I, 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 I will, I will. There's an argue, We have an argument instead of it be beside uh, between John Wooden and Greg Popovich. I mean, so pop, but maybe. yeah, but I I mean, I would say pop pop, okay. pop is pop is so great.
0: Is there one book you would recommend?
1: One book I recommend, um, Leading with the Heart from uh, Mike oh. Kucheski.
0: I like that one too. That was one of his early ones, I think. Yeah. Um, so as a parting, as a parting thing, what's one thing you would tell a coach that's out there that's listening to this podcast about Puerto Rico basketball, about coaching? Is there anything, any parting words you'd like to, to share?
1: Um, I would say, um, well, in terms of, uh, uh, basketball in general, if you're starting, co- if you're starting coaching, make sure you do your homework every day make sure you do your homework. try to study uh, if, even I mean especially if you're not if if you're not uh, uh, from a player background if you if you didn't play the game or you didn't play as much uh, as uh, you like, ah uh, do your homework st- uh, of studying study, uh, study right. every day study, uh, study every day study things every that day. aren't
0: basketball related. I'm telling exactly. you study leaders, study people that are de- able to deal with groups. I mean everything is important. Because, yeah, the, especially if you're coaching young people, the person that shows up on Tuesday might not be the same person that shows up on Wednesday.
1: I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. especially if you're coaching girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, if you're and, coaching, and you oh, don't realize that. You
0: don't. It's like I always tell my guys. It's like if someone's like, we'll check into a hotel or we'll be doing something, and the woman, the person will be crankier, the man will be cranky. I said, you don't know their story. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely.
0: You don't know what definitely. happened in their day. So, give them a break, smile, and move on. Um,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Coach. I appreciate you. How hot is it there today? It's like 99 today in Wisconsin.
1: Well, well I would say uh, right now, I would say it's around 80 plus, 80 or something. But the thing is, it was raining, so it's humid.
0: Oh, yeah. It's humid here. So it's
1: so, Yeah, so it's hot and humid, so it gets sticky. Oh.
0: Yeah, but you can go you can walk like three blocks and get on a beach. I can't. Yep. Either, so <laughs> All right. Thank you, coach.
1: No problem at all. Thank you thank for you. having me. Yep.
0: yep. Hey coach, hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like. Go over right now. Stop. Join Say, I want to become a better basketball coach. I want to win a state title. I want to learn what it takes to make my take my team to the next level. Well, I can help you do that. Um, I have been through all the battles you've been through. Let me help you through this great process we call coaching. All right. Have a great